Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their great ideas in our guest blog found on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Debbie Van Camp, who is the co-founder of a women's networking group that actually exceeds 1,500 people. We're going to discuss the importance of creating a network that supports you and your business. Debbie joins us from Calgary, Alberta. Welcome. Good morning, Trish. Thank you very much for having me this morning. You know, I thought maybe we would start by giving our viewing and listening audience an idea of a definition for networking, because I think it's really changed in the last few years. So tell us a little bit about how your group is actually continuing to network. Well, it's been a struggle, of course, with COVID, but now we are back and we're finding that the ladies are really connecting. And the, the key to success is being there on a continuous basis. Don't just show up once or twice a year. It's about building relationships and it's really about listening. So when you're listening to someone and hearing about their successes, hearing about what's happening with them, what their needs are, what their business is, it really reciprocates. And as you're listening, the person generally says, and what about you? What, what are your needs? What do you do? So networking has changed in that it's not about you. It's about them. Right, right. That's so true. Now, you know, how on earth did you, were you able to successfully navigate and build a network community that's in excess of a thousand people? I mean, that's really quite credible. It has been a, really a passion project for me and my partner, Alona Makar. Um, and, you know, we started separately. Alona was in North Calgary. I was in South Calgary. Um, some things happened with her venue in December, 13 years ago. And she said, how many people do you have coming? I said, oh, you know, about 25. How many do you have? Oh, about 25. We said, why are we doing this? Let's go to Central Calgary. Let's join forces and let's build this. So really it has been, you know, word of mouth, lots of word of mouth. You know, we certainly don't have a budget for uh, any type of expensive advertising. Sure. Um, and, you know, the ladies really believe in this community. So, you know, we're out and about and talking about it. But for sure, when we have our members going out and talking to other people and bringing people as their guests, we generally, because we are really membership free, I did say member, but it's, it's really not a membership type organization. Anyone can come. And so that's been really our secret sauce, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me. And so our ladies have brought guests and, you know, generally 20% of our attendance is new people. Oh, that's great. That's really great. So are you finding any changes at all in the entrepreneurial community? Because of course, you know, the folks that we're finding, it's been a really difficult for a few years, you know, and people are having to change their business models. You know, other people, as you mentioned, are joining forces in different ways and trying to collaborate if they have similar, you know, products and services trying to help one another. So have you found in terms of the definition of entrepreneur that, 
you know, the ladies are looking outside the box for some different solutions to try to help each other with sales? We have always been and really, really have um, shared that in the room that our group is not about competition. We've had so many collaborations. We've had two ladies from different investment organizations actually share their stories in an educational portion of our meeting. And we really have found that we are in transition. We have found, sadly, that, uh, you know, a lot of, well, a lot, many of the ladies in our group have had to go back to the J-O-B. Right. So, sadly, we have seen a turnover and we have a whole bunch of ladies that have now come to us that are new to entrepreneurship. And it's so exciting to see them come and learn. They're all fresh faces and they're willing to listen. And, you know, Calgary is very, very entrepreneurial. And, you know, a lot of the oil and gas has gone away. Mm -hmm. And so many of the hobbyists have turned into entrepreneurs. So it's it's an exciting time for us. So we are rebuilding as everyone else. Right. You know, it's really interesting because to your point, we've, we certainly found that there was a, a point in time, if you were thinking of entrepreneurship, where you sort of did it as a side hustle for a little while, right? And then you kind of got your feet wet and you built your confidence. And then you had a little bit of money put away in the bank, because we all know that that takes a leap of faith to go from a regular paycheck to entrepreneurship. So people sort of, they had all their ducks in a row, so to speak, before they made that leap. Um, And within your group, are you finding that the seasoned entrepreneurs are mentoring the the newer folks or the folks that are just sort of giving it a whirl? You know, we have such wonderful people in our group. And if we can get the word out to those younger generation Um, You know, that is really a target market for us, because like I said, they're fresh faces, Mm -hmm. they want to learn. And really, our group has some wonderful people. We don't have a mentorship program, but it just really happens organically. Yeah, I was just going to say there's those organic connections, right? Absolutely. As not only the founder of your organization, you're also an entrepreneur. So give us a little insight into your own business. And where do you find yourself now sort of post pandemic in your own company? Well, it's really interesting, because I've been, you know, we've been CBWN for 13 years. And really, for 12 of them, mostly, I was also at a job. Right. So in November of last year, my uh, company downsized. And so here I am. So I was saying, I'm retired. <laughs> I'm retired. Woo-hoo. And then I started thinking about it. And I thought, I'm not retired. I'm not, not just golfing yeah. and swimming and doing stuff every day. I'm, I'm semi retired. So really, you know, it's, this has always been a passion project. And now I have extra time to spend looking for new markets, 
Um, and really, I, I also am a team builder in an MLM, which I love. And so I am busy doing stuff. And I really think that I get my entrepreneurial spirit from my father. He immigrated in 1955 from Holland and he started his own drywalling business. And he did that. He mentored so many young lads who started their own successful businesses. And he did that until he was 72. Wow, isn't that fantastic? That's fantastic. You know, let's just talk a little bit about this whole concept of semi-retirement. Because um, I'm right there with you. I've been an entrepreneur since 1993. And, you know, I think that the pandemic has given us all this this pause to think about what do we want in the future? How do we want to live out, you know, the next chapter in our business and personal life? And so semi-retirement is, uh, is, has a whole new meaning, I think. Don't you agree? Where, you know, you're saying I I'm not ready to sit at home and bake cookies or knit or all of which are all really great hobbies. I still want to be a contributor. I still want to do something in my community. So are you finding that the, the definitions, do you think that we're, as a society, more open to the definition of semi-retirement? I really, really think that we are. Um, you know, we have an aging population. Mm -hmm. And I think that because we've been like 1993, and it just feels like when you get to that age, you're like, but I still love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it doesn't rule my life. And I'm not, uh, you know, are you working because you have to, or you're working because you want to. Right. And I think it, the passion yeah. really comes out in semi-retirement. Yeah. And I do think that we all need a purpose. I totally agree. And you know, what I love about, um, you know, your attitude is you, you decided that it was a conscious choice, right? So we've, we've decided that you may want to pivot from, you know, the J-O-B, or you may want to change your focus in your own entrepreneurial company, so that you just have a little bit more time for friends and family. And let's start to nurture some of those hobbies, you know, the things that we haven't had time to really put to the forefront in our calendars. Do you find that you still have a daily routine? Because this is something that I've been talking to a lot of entrepreneurs about, you know, how do I transition from, you know, being busy running at Mach 2 with my hair on fire to having a little bit more time in my hands? So, you know, do you find yourself, Debbie, that you're committed still to a routine? You've just changed maybe the components of that daily routine? Well, I have to say it's technically been since November. And I was just, I was doing stuff all day yeah, because it was winter. Right. Um, and so I still, I started getting into a routine where I go to the gym, I joined a pickleball club. Mm -hmm. And so slowly I've been starting to say, hold it. Is this semi-retirement? Cause it's still looking like yeah, full-time work. <laughs> so my husband is an accountant and we have a cabin in British Columbia that we spend a lot of time at, which I'm at right now, actually. Oh, good for and you. we have said summer is short and we've gotten into a routine now. 
And so what we do is we work our mornings and then in the afternoon is playtime. Oh, that's so fantastic. We'll go pickleball. We'll go golfing. We'll go in the boat. We'll do. And so now I've adopted that. Right. Said, hey, this is really working for me. Right. So that will be my. Your new that routine. <laughs> That'll be your routine. new routine. Good for you. Good for you. Well, you know, I, I, I wanted to um, share and give you an opportunity to talk about your words of advice and the words of advice that you shared in our guest blog were nimble and tenacity. So tell us a little bit about how those two words mean something to you as you're moving forward with your new focus. Well, you know, I have learned, we'll go with nimble first. Alona and I have done everything. We have a very set um, meeting structure and it's worked really well. We've changed it. We've tuned it up. We've asked our audience because you have to be open mm -hmm. and you have to listen to what the people want. Okay. And so we have made some changes. Um, you have to be open to change. And again, I mean, we're going to talk about it. Uh, the pandemic changed everything. Yeah. And so we had to be nimble and pivot like everyone. And we went on to Zoom. Um, that worked quite well. And we thought, hey, this is a new opportunity to open up what we do. We're not going to be two hours like we are in person. We're going to be fast. We're going to be have a power hour. It's going to be great. And it was great. And then things started opening up. Right. So November was a very interesting month last year because not only did I get laid off, but also that's when we opened up with CBWN again. And we thought, this is great. We can open up. You know, we don't have to have chapter managers in Ontario or New Brunswick or Australia. We can open up and do both. Right. Well, when we opened up in person, nobody came. Really? So we said, okay, reality is reality. Right. We're not Zooming because it's not working. And there are other groups in our province that are have stayed on zoom okay they are doing a bang up job and so being hybrid model we, right we just said that's not working now we are talking with another group right now about possibly partnering because they do some zoom so and, and that's what we're about partner collaboration mm -hmm. we are so much about that right. so that's nimble tenacity there are some days that you just want to quit isn't that the truth <laughs> i mean honest to goodness i moved to calgary from edmonton and i opened a chapter of a charity and let me tell you if I didn't have the tenacity, it would have never happened. So, you know, there were some days that I was just didn't want to do it. Right. And CBWN, there were some meetings on Zoom. We had seven people. But you have to keep going. 
Yeah. And you, you know, they always say about the time you're going to quit is when you're going to be most successful. True. So I, for sure, again, got my tenacity from my father because I watched the ups and downs of construction and him having to travel to some really crappy places to find work. Mm -hmm. But he never, never gave up. That man never quit. Well, I think you've given us some really great and wonderful things to think about, Debbie. And you know, um, what I love about this platform and an opportunity to sort of introduce the person behind the logo is sometimes we just never know what's happening behind the scenes. And I'm really very grateful and thankful to you for sharing some of the changes that you've made both personally and professionally in the last six months. So Uh, Just give us the full name of your organization so that people who are interested in perhaps jumping on and joining, give us the full, the full um, corporate name. I know we've got your wonderful logo on our site, but what's the actual logo stand for? So, uh, yes, the logo that you will see is CBWN, Mm -hmm. and that stands for Connected Business Women Network. And you can find us at cbwncanada.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Debbie, for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. And thank you very much, Trish. To you, our viewing and listening audience, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduce you to the person behind the logo. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series. And if you're interested in sharing your business story, visit our website at shareyourstories.online. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.